Hello, welcome back to the Bad Blood Podcast. This is just a quick recap of the last podcast we did with Jamie Boyle. Um, hit some nervy and raw topics and subjects on some notorious hard figures of the past. Um, we know we are glorifying how they led their life. Um, it, they're deter- depending on which way you look at it, you were the war product of their environment. Um, these figures we're talking about are Lee Duffy, Paul Sykes, and just some of the notorious hard figures that's been in in our history in, on our part of the Isles. Um, like I say, we're in no way, shape, or form glorifying what they're doing, but it depends on which way you want to interpret a monster. These guys didn't harm kids, they didn't harm disadvantaged people that didn't harm elderly people they harmed their own and yes on the occasion and maybe in the well certainly in Lee Duffy's case in the last part of his life yeah he was a bit paranoid and I think it was rightly so um, he had three attempts on his life and what he survived and I'm not surprised he was a bit paranoid his drug taking I don't condone um, probably that's what led up as well to the paranoia um, but if you're living that type of lifestyle then um, unfortunately these are some of the stuff that you've just got to go through and like I say we know we have shape or form glorifying it but it's part of our social history it's got to be mentioned um, these these guys earned the respect of quite a lot of people in their time, even though, like I say, they did go about the ways different to how me and you would go about our ways, um, but like I say, these these guys didn't exactly have the fantastic start in life, um, majority of them, what I've learned, well, what I've come to learn is they were all bullied and they were going through stuff when they were at home, getting beat up with the father, um, seeing the mother beat up, uh, just coming from nothing really, having nothing, um, being in that type of environment, it's how you would really say it, you reap what you sow isn't it, you, you get what you put in and these people saw this type of behaviour and sort if you would like to say it, took it to the to the next level, or certainly on many levels above of what they saw and what they came from. Um, I think back then social order was a lot more ranked as, um, like I said, people back then knew where you stood, and you wouldn't go about setting your lip to any Tom, Dick and Harry. You knew where you stood, you, were, you knew your rank, you knew where you were in the order. Um, not like today where you've got people stabbing foot left, right and centre, you've got people interfering with kids, you've got people burglaring the old women and it's just, the society today is really, pardon me, words, fucked up. Um, there's not a lot of order and certainly today's terms, it's way more disoriented and disfigured than what it was back then 
Um, so depends what, how you really look at it. Um, these guys, like I said, didn't go around just harming. The, the only, if you were in their circle, and if you were, you were the target, simple as that. If you weren't in that circle, then you were left alone. It's that simple. Um, like I said, no way glorifying what they're doing and how they led their lives, but I think it's it's important to know these types of things. Um, everybody loves a bit of crime. Uh, evidently so in book sales and viewing figures and everybody, whether they like that metal or not, is always intrigued and fascinated with the underworld and the criminal underworld and criminology. So, um, it, with Jamie and the other guys who write about these people, I think we've got a lot to thank for because without these people, we wouldn't know these people's stories, backgrounds, what they had to go through the life, trials and tribulations. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Steve Rafe as well because he's been at the forefront of all this for many years and um, done a lot of things selflessly for charities, for raising, hand, uh, raising fundraisers for people who's been incarcerated for a numerous amount of time when they shouldn't have been. Um, many other things, he's got his hands involved with everything. It's, it's impossible to not know what he's got his hands in. And that just goes locally as well. He, he's involved with his little football team. He, he, he really got his hands in everything. He's, his books as well and what his knowledge is the subject of criminology and what he can pass on and the likes of Jamie um, it, it, I, th I think they deserve credit for it I'm, I'm, I know they got a lot of shit but um, it, it, I think they've got to know that the work's definitely appreciated in, in some ways and um, I know they don't take too much time on the negativity and the bad comments and stuff like that but um, it, it's to, it's people like them who we've got to thank for to get to know these people um, because sometimes they're just tainted as bad lads who have just done this and that but really there's always two sides of the story so it's these people who give these hard men a chance to express their opinion and their side of because you know what the media is like. The media will always jump onto something, and well, if it gets views, if it gets hits, they'll just keep plugging that same thing over and over again. And they'll never ever give these so called criminals a chance to speak on their behalf. It's always tainted with just negativity, never a balanced view ever. So I'd just like to say thanks. and. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, lads. Uh, Jamie and Steve doing some crap and stuff, and I look forward to future projects and stuff. Um, more on our matter on the uh, Bad Blood podcast. Um, my forte is boxing, it always has been. Um, been involved with boxing quite a while. Um, love the sport. Um, competed myself. Um, not a lot, but 
computed, got the feel of it, got the feel of what it was like for a short period of time. Um, this is what I'm going to primarily focus on on the podcast. Um, got a couple of contacts within the business, um, good contacts as well. Uh, so looking forward to bringing some good content over the coming weeks and the forthcoming future. Um, looking to get not just professionals and trainers and coaches, looking for amateurs as well because I think people have got to take into consideration that these people who aren't on the line, in the limelight, these have got to earn a limit, living as well. I mean, I look at it as a buy at a biased point of view because I was a, for, like I say, for a short period of time, a fighter myself, and I always think of the fighter's needs first. It's just the way I am. Always have, always will. Um, these people have they've got to eat as well. Um, I want to see if the sponsorships are still covering um, the supplement side and whether they're still getting any any support from their sponsors because I've heard of sponsors folding and obviously fighters losing sponsors so I'd like to get the in-depth scope on uh, what, what, the, what the details are on, on that and also Gonna get, might get a couple of friends on. I've got a couple, I've got a friend who DJs. He's a very good friend of mine. Um, get, he likes his boxing. Might get him on the podcast in the future. See what, what he's been up to. He's a bit of a wild lad. Um, but a good crack. Try and get him on. Like I say, I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna keep it on the criminology side as well. Um, I'm gonna throw the odd one or two in there every now and then. So, excuse me, just took a drink there, getting dry lips. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going to primarily try and keep it in the boxing terms and try and get some info and some knowledge spread to you and try and get some wild stories and just a general good crap on the podcast just to get you, try and get you some good content. Like I say, it's still in the infancy of the podcast, so you'll have to bear with us with sound and technology-wise. I haven't got a big studio behind us. I haven't got uh, a major company behind us or anything like that. It's all me by myself, so um, we are looking for a couple of sponsors. Um, two, three at the maximum, because we've already got uh, three. Um, don't want to keep a long, like a short podcast with loads of sponsors in between um, and now that pisses quite a bit a few people off um, including myself and, and the same so uh, try and keep it with a limited few um, and like I say just trying to trying to get this podcast on the forefront and get it on the move like I say a couple of sponsors would be nice so if you've want to sponsor the podcast just drop an uh, email at boxingtribunal at gmail.com and uh, I'll get a reply back to you as soon as I can um, talking to sponsors I would like to give a shout out to cbdselection.co.uk um, if you need anything if you're suffering from arthritis chronic pain if you've got inflammation of acne psoriasis uh, there's a load of varied products, varying from skin products, vapes, 
A liquids, even gummy bears. Uh, head over to their website, cvdselection.co.uk. Have a check out, see what they've got to offer. Um, I've got a discount code here for 10% off. Just enter BBP666. That's BBP666. And that's for 10% discount. Like I say, head over there, see, see what they've got to offer. Um, some good products, very good products. I would recommend the Vapes. The Vapes is the nicest. That's just personal opinion, anyway. Um, also, this isn't a sponsor of the podcast, but I would like to give a shout out to Peep Magazine. Uh, Cliff, keep doing what you're doing. Um, it's been good to me over the years. Um, I contribute to the magazine. Uh, my primary focus is going to be on this podcast, though, so I will be contributing to uh, Peep in some way or form on the boxing side. So, um, but yeah, if you want to go over to their Flickr, it's www.flickr.com forward slash forward slash peep limited. That's peep limited. Um, if you want to head over to the issue site as well, issue.com forward slash peepmagazine.co.uk, got some absolutely belting photography footage in the archive. Um, even on the YouTube channel as well, we've shot some excellent footage on the combat scene over the years, um, ranging from amateur shows, excuse me, to professional shows, a whole host of combat, care uh, one, boxing, all sorts. Head over there, they specialise in photography, marketing, and combat sports, um, and journalism. Head over, have a look. We've got some, like I said, shot some brilliant footage over the over the years. Head over to Peep, uh, the YouTube channel, and also on the Flickr, which is flickr.com forward slash Peep People Peep Limited Peep Limited. Right, like I said, I want to primarily back onto the podcast. Um, just touching up on a few more things with how these notorious hard men were brought up it's very different to you and I it's these people it, it, times back then was so different to what they are now and um, I mean I, I, along what Jamie said on the podcast I have no doubt myself that these guys in now in, in today in nowadays would of 1,000% have been put into care. Um, it, I just can't see any other way how they wouldn't be. Um, that's the kind of type of harsh environment they were in. So, like I said, it's very different to how you and I were brought up, but um, it's some extreme, some extreme circumstances at a young age, and... It's very traumatic. I mean, I'm uh, doing quotas on my words here, or holders to my word, but I'm sure between the age of around seven to nine, um, psychiatrists say whatever you go through at that point has a real impact on the future life. So um, I don't know how how far true that is, but I've I've read that. so these obviously had 
very, very, very severe implications on how these men led their life in, later, in their later adult life. So, and we're just going to be touching up on some of the boxing uh, subjects as well, some of the latest news, um, touching up on a couple of subjects. I've got a... Uh, We've got here. We've got Chris Eubank Jr. saying that if he had it hooked up with Roy Jones Jr. when he was 20 instead of 30, it would have changed. He would have been a complete different fighter. Yes, I agree with that in some sort of way, but for me, Eubank was always going to fight one way and will always fight one way. Um, for me, it always come unstuck against boxers so that's that's just my opinion um, I, I really do think not an extensive amateur career helps but I think having a, a decent decent amount of amateur fights does help and it, it, it just shows with your master boxers Terence Crawford, the Andre Wards, your Tyson Fiori's, your Joe Calzaghe's it just goes to, it helps, it helps, I know the two, the amateur and the pros, completely different, what it used to be, but trust us, an extensive amateur career does help your professional career, um, Mike Tyson coming back as well, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, you've just got to look at it, is he's doing it for charity so you've whatever he's doing you've just got to support him um, how far he wants to take this comeback for me at 53 I wouldn't be I wouldn't take that comeback too serious and to be fair to Mike Tyson I don't think he is either um, there's not a chance he could compete with the likes of Fury Joshua yeah, Wilders Dillian White, there's just not a chance. Uh, he was ferocious in his day, but uh, you talk these heavyweights now. In the future, we will talk about them because it, it, this resurgence period of the heavyweights is it's, it's fantastic. It's finally actually been an exciting period of time for the heavyweights. Clearly, with a Klitschko dominance. It, I'm not gonna shit on a man's style, but it it wasn't crowd appeasing, was it? It was very basic, but hell was it effective until my boy Tyson Fury come and wrecked the apple cart. You're up, Tyson. Um, it, it, it it's a great time. I mean, we're gonna have that, to me Fury, Joshua. It it's gonna be between them two. I don't really like, and I won't be given future opinions, but I'll, I'll say this, I've never ever backed against Tyson Fury, ever, not in my life, never in my life have I backed against Tyson Fury, and never will I, never in my life will I back against that man, no way, remember watching him in his very first fight, and I'm just so impressed with how that man could fight on the inside for such a big man, and such a young age as well. But like I say, when it, it, it's a great time to be in this period, and I think Mike Tyson should just stick there. Maybe he's a, 
five six round amateur uh, not sorry charity bout and uh, take it from there maybe try and get likes of Holyfield get him bring into it maybe have a little tournament a charity tournament that would be good get him Holyfield James Tony get a couple of others in I'm sure I would pay say I would pay money to see that definitely especially if it was done properly 100% who wouldn't we would all be lying if we didn't uh, but yeah Mike Tyson should it's all good getting them back in shape and bringing attention to yourself and to the charities who he's going to be fighting for but just to keep it at that level no more no less uh, yeah touching on some a couple of our subjects we've got Amir Khan keeping his trainer options open um, thinking about or saying that he can train himself um, that um, I don't agree with you always need somebody in your corner definitely need doesn't matter how many fights you've had how experienced you think you are how many world titles you've won you always need that person to tell you it's just a different different spectacle from a different view you, these fighters how great they are yes they're great they have brilliant ring IQs but it's just the trainer has a different view and these people are needed in the corner to be brutally honest I think it's <laughs> I think it's a bit uh, I think it's a ludicrous to be brutally honest because uh, everybody needs a trainer you need a team behind you whether it's it, you need the team you can always keep yourself in shape but being fighting shape you need a good team behind you so to suggest that he thinks you can train yourself yeah you might have the knowledge the past of yourself but you, there's one thing you do to yourself you can lie to yourself a trainer will not lie to you if a good trainer will never lie to you so we'll see where that leads to um, Sean Porter saying that he would rather have Pacquiao's career than Mayweather's career. Oof, that's uh, that's depending on which way you want to look at that. Um, I don't know. Either career's not bad if you look at it, is it? <laughs> I mean, all the weird divisions Pacquiao's conquered, Mayweather dominated and never beaten, and dominating Pacquiao himself. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one I would rather have, but saying that, we clearly know who's made the more smart our business choices. That's just not even questionable, is it? Really. Um, on the global scene, what have we got? <laughs> Frank Warren doesn't believe that Hearn really wants Fury Joshua. Who wouldn't really want Fury Joshua? That's how. Let's be honest. I mean, yes, the terms for the proposed Wilder Joshua fight was insane. The terms was never going to be agreed on what was offered. <laughs> Platform it was going to be on. Just many things just made that just a laughing point before even serious negotiations could even take part. Um, but I, I think that's just a bit Frank Warren and a bit of lockdown looping couple of minutes who wouldn't and everybody's gonna make money off that fight astronomical money it doesn't matter where that fight is held 
hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed it's not in the sandy lands because we'll we'll miss out that fight. We'll never see the likes of that fight again. That that magnitude has just got Wembley written all over it. I mean, for two British fighters to hold the titles, when we might never see that again. We've got to host that, I think, to land on foreign soil. Um, even though they're going to be the beloved owners of my Newcastle. Get up. Come on. That's on a different way. Sorry. Got a bit excited there. Um, I think we need to host Fury Joshua in Great Britain. When it needs to be here. It just has to be. Um, but I've got a feeling we could be tuning in to a foreign location and just fingers crossed we're doing anyway that's gonna try and get some good guests on get you some good content over forthcoming weeks and like I say bear with us I'm in the infancy of the podcast so hopefully get it on the go get it growing and uh, like I say get some good guests on keep us entertained Primarily boxing, combat sports in general, ranging from amateurs all the way to professionals, fighters, coaches, crikey, even if I can get some cut men on, even if a couple of promoters are willing to come on, managers, hey, here we are, all the merrier. Um, Alright, that's it. I'd just like to take time to say thank you and uh, look forward to doing the next podcast and you all tuning in. Thanks very much.